How's it going? It's John here from the Canadian Asian Missional Podcast. And this is one of our outtake episodes. A while back, we had a chance to sit down and talk with Lisa Pack. And it was such a great conversation. So much good stuff has come out of that. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back. It's episode 21. Some great stuff in there. But we talked so much that we couldn't pack it all into that episode. So we want to offer this little extra bit for you guys. This was so inspiring. If you've listened back to our episode with Reverend Lim and what he went through, this time around we get to ask Lisa what that experience was like for her and what did she learn in the periods of waiting and uncertainty. So here it is. Hopefully it's as encouraging for you as it was for us. So Lisa, we had a chance to hear about Reverend Lim's experiences in North Korea, but you worked closely with his family as being kind of a point person, and you were working with the church. We want to hear a little bit about what your experiences were like. What, does, what was it like to be connected to the church and to the family as you guys were waiting for news and updates? What was the experience like for you while you were waiting over here? It was a frenetic two and a half years, because mm. once the media on the western side of the world stops, the eastern side wakes up, and <laughs> oh. I, it was two and a half years of yeah. the least amount of sleep I've ever gotten, mm. and I remember praying, God, you have to sustain me, because this is just exhausting. Right. And you know, you get all these emails in your inbox, you're getting phone calls, like, uh, like so many, and all these messages piling up and piling up, and I was like, I can just not return these, and then something clicked in my brain, and I was like the secular media world is coming to the church because of this North Korean angle. Mm-hmm. Right. How I carry myself is going to matter to them. Mm-hmm. I returned wow. every email, phone back, uh-huh. every person, gave my time as much as I can because this was such a great opportunity, yeah. just a window mm-hmm. into the Christian world, Korean Christian world, albeit, sure. but still the yeah. Christian world and explaining the ministry, explaining the humanitarian aspect of Christianity. Um, so that was one side of it. On the spiritual aspect, my goodness, God reinforced his sovereignty because mm. we're doing all these strategies and we're trying to talk to government officials. We're praying. We're trying to determine how North Korea is going to react to this statement, that statement at the end of the day, whether it was, you know, getting counsel from, you know, the Canadian government or anybody else. Everyone's like, it's North Korea. Nobody really knows. <sighs> yeah. And then at mm. the deepest part of my heart, I'm like, I know God knows. So until that day, we'll do the best we can. And sometimes right. you have good days and bad days. But um, again, y- you're reminded that God is sovereign. Mm. This is also a huge part of where my respect for the Canadian government came deeper, became deeper, because working so close to them, mm-hmm. the advice that they give in terms of how to handle media. Uh, my mm. goodness, I was not a media person until this happened. Right. <laughs> um, the encouragement, we had um, Barry DeVolin, who was an MP. He was a deputy speaker of House, and he literally came to the church, literally just sat on the couch while I handled everything to make sure that I had some support. That Mm. blew me away. He did not have to do that. He woke up so early in the morning to drive from where he lived. It was like three-hour drive to come Mm. to the church to support us. Senator Yana Martin, who is Korean-Canadian, the support that we get. So that, again, this is a good country. We have our complaints. Trust Mm. me, every time Mm. tax season comes around, it peaks your head. (laughs) But we're a blessed country, despite Mm. the flaws and the things that we're always continuing to work on. And also, just the history of what North Korea um, has gone through. Um, This is a war that was put upon the Korean people. There's no bitterness in my heart. I didn't experience my dad did. He was born in 1946. 
And just the darkness of ideology that can seep in, regardless of what ideology is, it could you can get really messed up, and those lines can get very blurred. But the hope that I have, because God knows how this is all going to end. Oh, He's yeah. not abandoned the North Korean people. Mm-hmm. I've been told Amen. several times that the North Korean church is very strong, the underground mm. church. And when that day comes, it's going to be a day that high hope glorifies God. I don't want any politician to get the credit for the unification of mm-hmm. Korea. If it happens, it's mm. going to be all glory to God. And so we'll mm-hmm. wait. Wow. Yeah. What, a, what a day to wait for. Mm. Yes, absolutely. And, and just finally, like for you, for you and yourself, do you remember where you were and what it was like to hear that Reverend Lim was released? Because from our aspect, we only knew what yeah. was in the media and it was saying like, oh, it just happened and no one knew that it was going to happen. And all of a sudden... so. We knew that Canada had sent a delegation that weekend, about Thursday, Friday, I think. And so we were praying. We're like, maybe we can get something or we'll learn about his health or something. Mind, again, quick reminder, this was about six, seven weeks after Otto Warmbier was released and died. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just shocked us. It, it broke my heart that another young for, foreign person had to die on Korean soil, like after the Korean, like that was right. a different aspect of my heart altogether. But the Canadian government had let us know, keep it under wraps just to let the family know. And so we're preparing statements again in case what happens. That was the weekend where President Trump and Chairman Kim Jong-un were going at it in the media. It was oh. at fr- a time when President Trump said, we are going to rain fire and fury on North Korea if they challenge us and i'm thinking on any other weekend not this weekend i'm just like oh my goodness like don't drag us into it because it does affect we're the western world and we're just like oh my goodness and we're just thinking okay it won't be this time it'll be the next time like honestly we had just kind of folded our idea that he was going to get out and it it was whatever little hope that we had he was going to get out was like no okay not this time and then we were told that because I think the world knew maybe around Wednesday or Tuesday. And it was it was early in the morning because yeah. I was just barely getting up. Um, oh, actually, I can date this because I started work at the Canadian Bible Society August 8th. Mm-hmm. August 9th when it was when he was released. Mm. Wow. And okay. it was three weeks of chaos <laughs> yeah. and balancing all this. I remember I was at, uh, just waking up to get to work early, early because I didn't want to be late. You know, it's mm-hmm. your first, second day of work. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, he's out. And I was just like. Like, you know, in my pajamas, just waking up, I'm like, is this serious? Like, what yeah. happened? Like, and then, and then you don't believe it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because until he leaves that yeah. country, he's not yeah. really out. And then he was in Japan. And then you're like, until he leaves that vicinity, <laughs> Guam. Until he leaves Guam. And then he was at Vancouver. It's like, and then he was at Trenton. And then you saw him. And he was just like, it's, that part is finally over. Finally breathe. Yeah. It was surreal. And I... It was, for me, it was just this release. Sure. That part is over. Um, And unbelievable, unexpected, but praise God. Yes. Yes. And thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening today. We really appreciate all of you guys, and we love hearing from you. So please leave us some feedback. Get in touch with us via Facebook, Twitter, or email. And if you haven't done so already, please rate and review and subscribe to our podcast. That really helps us get this conversation out. We love being able to engage this space and be able to invite others into it. Once again, you've been listening to the Canadian Asian Missional Podcast, and we hope you'll join us on this journey. See you later.